uh, I had a hobby too. Mine happened to be guns and ballistics. And I studied guns and ballistics as much as I could, and I wrote an article about high velocity. So out of all my years working at Weatherby, the last five have been some of the most exciting. Working with Adam, with him running the company. And to think that I get the opportunity of carrying on my grandfather's legacy 75 years later here in Sheridan, Wyoming, I mean, it really is a dream come true. On Our Mark, the Weatherby Podcast. Uh, welcome back to On Our Mark, the Weatherby Podcast. Uh, we've got a really special thing to talk about today because it's not every day that a company launches a new cartridge, and that's what we're here to talk about. Adam, what are we, what are we launching? Yep, Luke, we are launching our 16th production round from Weatherby called the 338 Weatherby RPM, which stands for Rebated Precision Magnum. Yeah, so um, there's, there, there's, there's some special things about this cartridge launch that we're going to get into, uh, but I think first, probably the first thing on everybody's mind is, one, what does it compare to, and two, why? Why 338? Yeah. We mainly like to come out with new cartridges so people can comment online and say how they're lame and it's like <laughs> everything else or it's not fast enough or it's a barrel burner or it's too fast or um, it's not any better than this. Yep. And then they all make those comments and then um, we go off and enjoy a good gun and sell a lot of them. It works out pretty good. We got. We Am got I allowed s- to say that on a podcast? I think so. We yeah. got. We you know we got some of that on six five RPM <laughs> yeah. because it's really close to 6.5 PRC, but it's different in the Weatherby family of things. So a lot of people think about, I think, cartridges under the lens of a Remington 700 action. Um, And our six and nine lug actions are both long actions. And we just kind of have a fat and a skinny action. And so the whole idea around the RPM cartridge is that it's a long, skinny cartridge, which is very different. Like 6.5 RPM is very different than 6.5 PRC. That's a relatively short, fat cartridge that honestly just doesn't work well with the Mark V action. Right. I think that's something when people understand the story uh, behind it, it's, it's a cartridge that it does need an explanation. Um, and, and I think to understand the RPM is to understand really what we set out, set out to do, which I talked a lot about in 2019 when we launched the RPM family with mm-hmm. the six, five RPM was, you know, does the world need another six, five? Well, not necessarily. However, we set out, like we said, to really, uh, in combination with a rifle in our new backcountry at the time to have a sub five pound rifle that had Magnum performance. There were lighter weight, good backcountry rifles out there that didn't have Magnum performance. And we knew because we had a real lightweight action, we called it our best kept secret at the time was our Mark V six lug. Yep. Uh, when we launched this, we were able to have Magnum performance out of a five pound rifle. And, and really uh, it made our, what we call our six lug Mark V, our smaller one, mm-hmm. and our nine lugs are larger one. That six lug really took off. Um, it, sales of it did very well. People yeah. identified and said, wow, I can get this gun and go into the backcountry hunt, you know, mule deer or sheep or whatever with it. Um, but, but have it be a heck of a lot faster than a Creedmoor. Um, and with a PRC, you, you, with the Magnum bolt fishing, you're just not gonna be able to get it into, uh, to, to that light of a gun. Size. Correct. No and mm-hmm. so 
it was a real purpose-built thing. It took people a while to understand it. It's more uh, of a system, really, than just a cartridge. It is. It's, it's a whole ballistic system. Because we system. make guns and ammo. Um, right. and, and so, you know, yeah, it is built just if you miss the RPM a few years ago just to kind of back up. It is a rebated rim. Uh, so it doesn't have a traditional belt that Weatherby has in all our other cartridges. It also does not have um, uh, the, the the rounded Venturi you know shoulder yep. that Weatherby is famous for in all our other ones. But because of that and being able to use a rebated round, we're able to use the fattest, longest thing we can stuff in that six lug, <laughs> and we couldn't we couldn't extend that thing another thousands of an inch and allow it to feed. I mean, we just said we want to maximize this action. Yep. We came out with the RPM, put in the six five. Then pretty much immediately afterwards, we started to say, wow, this is fun. It's really taken off. We were enjoying yep. a lot of our field testing with it and said, what bullet should be next? Yep. And we kind of went to the upper end and said at the time, let's, let's throw a 338 in there. And, man, we could have a real lightweight backcountry thumper um, yeah. that could be, I mean, you're talking, you know, moose and elk and bear um, and all those kind of things that you could really take with it. And so we, we set out saying, let's take that same parent case off the 6.5 RPM and let's neck it up to a 338 RPM. Exactly. So um, let's talk about a little bit about the, uh, I guess, the efficiency of the cartridge. So sure. um, one of the things that we kind of found in the development of the 6.5 RPM is we're still getting really respectable velocity, even though it has a fair amount less case capacity than, mm-hmm. than 65300, the fastest of the production 65s. Sure. So where where does the 338 come in? Yeah, um, with the 338s. Yeah. When there's not a whole lot of three, no. compared to 65s. No. And for, first off, we have, people are like, man, it's not the fastest 338. We already have the two fastest. We have the <laughs> 338, 378 Weatherby Mag Correct. and the 340 Weatherby Mag, which are both really fast obviously the one built off the 378 there's nothing that comes close to that Mm -hmm. so we have the fast um when we get down into comparing it to other ones i think some folks are mistaken and they do think that the case capacity of an odd six 30 odd six Mm -hmm. 25 six is the same as an rpm that's false the rpm is a larger case capacity wider right so Mm -hmm. if you were to do water a volume in there it is it is larger than an odd six and so something that's uh, so, in other words, a 6.5 odd 6 is not as fast right. as a 6.5 RPM, nor is a 3.38 odd 6 as fast as a 3.38 RPM either. So we elongated the case, really built more around like what would be closest would be a 284 Winchester case or a 6.5 284 that's stretched and then, of course, opened up to a 3.38. So it is... Uh, it is faster, I think, when we pulled. Let's see, Luke. We got some papers here. Yeah, we got some cheat sheets here. So, <laughs> on on a on a two twenty five Acubon, that's kind of something that is a, a standard bullet. We're going to be loading that bullet in the three thirty eight RPM. So, um, basically, muzzle velocity on a three thirty eight six of of the three that we're comparing here would be the slowest at twenty five seventy five. Then um, a three thirty eight Win Mag at twenty seven fifty. And then the 338 RPM at 2825, and that's you know we looked at a different bullet um, and on the 338 Win Mag, and we're we're comparable. We looked at a TTSX, which we're also going to load it in. Um, I checked uh, some Barnes factory loads of the TTSX, 
and uh, it was 2,800, and I believe our uh, 338 RPM is 2,800. It's equal. So it's basically uh, pushing a bullet at the same speed, sometimes faster. Mm-hmm. There may be cases, I guess, where it's slower, but it's, it's pretty much the dog on same speed as a 338 Win Mag, mm-hmm. but can go at a Mark 5.6 lug action and can be bought in a backcountry or backcountry carbon. It can be a five-pound gun with a shorter barrel, all that kind of stuff that you can, can do with this. So it is a system. As you said. Yep. Yeah. So speaking of the system, let's talk about the... Uh, or should we finish the load offerings? Because we, we should. did hint on that. We should, Our yeah. factory load I offerings. Just get it. I'm excited about the guns. Yeah. So yeah. I, I know. Yeah. So we do have four factory offerings. So we're like, like all of our cartridges, we're going to offer a um, select ammo, which is going to be a 225 Hornady interlock bullet. And our muzzle velocity on that is looking at 2,800. Uh, stepping, I guess, the next bullet in the offering is going to be a 185 grain TTSX. Adam, you've been shooting that one quite a bit. Correct. 3,100 feet per second on that. Then also a 225 grain TTSX, 2,800. And then the uh, 225 Acubon at 2,825. So that's going to be the four factory offerings that we have. And there are heavier... 338 bullets, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, this gun is not necessarily the sweet spot's kind of that 225. Mm-hmm. Uh, 250, as you mentioned, we're trying to get every bit of length out. Those bullets get longer and it can be a little bit of a challenge for us to feed those. So just, you know, hand loaders beware, I guess I would say that uh, if you want to, you're going to be single feeding if you really load a heavy. Yeah, we've loaded some 250s are good, but if you're really looking to, you know, get the heaviest 338 bullet and load it long, it is probably not going to fit in that action. No, it won't. And it's it's not made to. But um I, I you've had some some recent experience. We did a podcast mm-hmm. recently in in Africa with the 185 TTSX. You get that bullet moving pretty quick. Uh that's pretty pretty sweet set up yeah like we shot three kudu uh two other guys and myself and we talked about it on the africa podcast but uh, uh 200 yards 490 yards and 575 yards with the 185 ttsx uh going you know over 3,000 feet a second it's 3100 out of 24 inch barrel we had a little shorter barrel so it was going a little over 3,000 feet a second out of a 20 20 inch excuse me carbon fiber barrel but it uh they were it just performed uh, great so we've used that here recently been loading it it's been good um, that was a good segue into what I was about to try to talk about before what, the cartridges is there's some different barrel link things going on, yes. which is different okay. from what we've done before. So yes. today, pretty much all of our Weatherby Magnums and the nine lug action are 26 inch barrels. Mm-hmm. Um, not pretty much all of them are period. Um, and then the six, five RPM today is only available in a 24 inch barrel. Correct. This one's different. Yes. Uh, I'm really excited about this. I really like hunting with a suppressor. Um, so we're going to have multiple offerings, and it's going to be model-specific. So we will have a 24-inch barrel available in an AccuMark. Mm-hmm. Um, and then a and that would be the velocities we just stated were stated from 24-inch barrels. Correct. So that it's apples to apples. Yeah. Apples to apples. Uh-huh. In our development process, we realized that we didn't lose that much velocity when we started to shorten the barrel. Mm-hmm. So... We're also going to have 20-inch carbon fiber barrels in the backcountry family and then 18-inch steel barrels in the backcountry family. So four models in the backcountry family, the backcountry 
with the steel receiver and the titanium receiver, and then both of those with carbon barrels and with steel barrels for the four offerings. Right, and to note that the steel barrel on the backcountry, it's 18 inches, it's shorter, but it is fatter. It's a larger contour. It's more like a number three contour. Yeah. We couldn't put our, what people call a pencil barrel that's on our backcountry on the 338. The wall thickness just wasn't large enough uh, uh, on there in order to maintain accuracy. And so we did need to shorten up, or excuse me, uh, stiffen up and, and, and make it a little bit heavier on that 18-inch steel barrel. But it still comes in at the same weight. So for five pounds on the backcountry TI, right, Luke? Mm-hmm. Five pounds. Five pounds. You have 18 inches on a steel barrel. On a heavy steel barrel, you still get that. Yep. And then the backcountry carbon family, again, the TI, I think, is 5.2 pounds and then a little bit heavier for the steel, right? Yep. Um, that And that that... 20-inch carbon fiber barrel is a really sweet spot. It's That's what I just had in Africa and, well, really took on most of my hunts, and it was it was pretty cool. The balance of the mm-hmm. gun is great. Uh, you yep. know, if you're hunting in, in dense, brushy country, it, it, mm-hmm. it can be a little annoying to have a long barrel. Yeah. I think it's worth it. Sure. But now, with this offering, it's... Uh, it's pretty sweet to have a 20 inch barrel. And yeah. Then if you want to run a suppressor, you're still, you're 26 or so with a suppressor on there. Yeah. So, so when we went from 24 inches to 20, uh, Luke, what did, what did we lose? About 75 FPS? Yeah, it varies by bullet. Uh, but yeah, it's about 75 mm-hmm. uh, feet per second. So yeah. just, just, I'm just going to pick one instead of going through all of them. And so if you want to know the individual bullet, get on our, uh, get on weatherby.com and check out the 338. Mm-hmm. RPM landing page, uh, but it's about 75. Uh, some are a little more. To, to remove four inches of barrel, so it's less than, than average that we experienced, and so we still got the accuracy. We still got some some good yeah. velocity, um, can maintain just a nimble, lightweight package. Yeah. It, it, on some of the bigger Weatherby mags, if we had removed four inches of barrel, we'd be probably talking like two to 300 FPS. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, it's, it's substantial. Yeah, it's often 50 to a hundred per inch. So, per inch. so we did, yep. um, a lot less with this cartridge, which was really, uh, really neat in our development. And so three models, basically the AccuMark and the backcountry carbon and the backcountry 24, 20 and 18 inch barrels. So, uh, on the boxes, the box data, you want to pay attention because it's going to state, there's going to be an asterisk on the label and it's going to say, okay. this is a velocity with a 24 inch barrel. Yeah. So you're going to want to chronograph. We'll also have some information on our website in the velocity uh, at, at the Okay. So we're barrels. going to put that up on the website. Mm-hmm. Like if you get a 20, cause we're probably going to sell a lot of twenties. It's going to be a lot of questions about it. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm not trying to hide anything, but it, no. it, it's confusing. Um, mm-hmm. Yes. I think it's still wise to go and chronograph your gun yeah. when you're setting up your dope. But Sure. Yep. So we got 18, 20, and 24-inch models of the firearms. So, yep. yeah, you just got to gotta keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. Um, for the first time, we're going to have uh, multiple barrel lengths and basically the same yeah. chambering. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. And I guess I should mention at launch, you know, the biggest question, you know, in the past couple of years is can I get ammo? Um, and we're recording this a few days here at the end of July, right before the launch. Yep. And, uh, Luke, will there be ammo on the shelf when we launch this rifle and cartridge? I hope so because there's ammo on the shelf now. Right. So I don't know where to go because (laughs) nobody knows about it. Correct. So yes, we have loaded, uh, uh, multiple bullets that we just discussed have loaded ammo on the shelf. So by the time you hear this podcast, we have loaded ammo 
packaged on our shelf, ready to go out. So yep. that was one thing we wanted to do. And I guess we could note a little bit, you know, there was, this was a long delay due to supply chain shortages, not being able to get enough brass. We felt like any brass we get, we got allocated to us needed to be for existing rifles that were in the field yeah. so we could service our customers with ammunition. Yeah. So we are starting to catch up this year. We, our loaders are cranking out ammo. I mean, absolutely cranking out stuff, um, yeah. multiple different calibers, cartridges per month. So we'd really wanted to wait because we didn't want to allocate a little bit of brass for a new cartridge. Well, now that we're catching up on a lot of our main Weatherby calibers, and by the end of this summer, I mean, almost all of them, we're going to be have loaded, okay, certain bullets we can't get. I get that. But that there's decent rounds in every cartridge yeah. available out there. We said, now we'll do this. So we actually began, uh, it really beginning of 2020, we had rifles and uh, and non-production, but just prototype necked up brass from 6.5 RPM. Your son Connor shot the first animal with 330 RPM, a bear, his senior year of high school. He's was yep. he a sophomore in college? Yeah, it's been a while. <laughs> he is, actually. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, his senior year of high school, we went up. And, and so much like I've, uh, you know, I remember when the 65300 came out, I went and shot a doll sheep with it. And it was my first sheep and the first thing taken with a 65300 mm-hmm. production, which was the fall of 2015. And, of course, my dad had done the 416 Cape Buffalo and – 88 or 89 and there was all these firsts of Weatherby's taking animals and so I thought you know what I'm gonna let you know Connor go up and see if he can do that so so we took up 338 rpm in a very prototyped situation at the yeah, time it was just true wildcat round at that point it right was. so it's just yep. neck, necked up 65 yep. rpm fire formed brass yep. shot a 22 year old uh, black bear uh up here in our backyard in in uh, in wyoming with it spring of 2020 so that was the first yeah. animal that we took with it. that was the 225 acubond Mm-hmm. Yep, and then um, I took uh, a friend and writer, David Fabian, mm-hmm. um, to Alaska. He shot a caribou with 338 mm-hmm. RPM, same, 225 Acubon. Yep. Um, just hammered it, just laid it over. Yeah. Caribou, in fairness, aren't necessarily the toughest yes. of animals. <laughs> yes. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, the performance, the bullet, yeah, mm-hmm. it, it did a great job. So, And that fall of 20, Brenda and I both took our elk and moose with the 338 rpm so we both shot a moose and an elk uh, with it Uh, brenda actually had the longer shots that year her um her elk was at 580 yards with the 338 and 225 acubond and then using the same setup her moose was a 450 ish yeah somewhere in there two and my elk was at 200 and my moose was at 90 (laughs) so i was testing the short distance and left the further up for her, but that year, um, fall of 2020, we were doing a lot of hunting uh, with that as well. Yeah, and so one of the things I people ask about to me sometimes when talk at different events, like how how long can I shoot this? Well, you know, how far mm-hmm. can you shoot personally is a, is a different question. But um, I think it's Mark Thompson that says, uh, and maybe others, but says you need 1,200 foot pounds of kinetic energy and 1,800 feet per second. And so we kind of hit that line on this cartridge at about 650 yards. Yeah. If you were to use that line, and I know it can be debated, so you mm-hmm. can debate it away. I, I got a lot of respect for Mark Thompson, kind of shout out Thompson Long Range. And they, he's, he's done, got a lot of data to back up the 1,200, 1,800 thing to, to really have the energy um, to, to really ethically kill an animal. And so, so yeah, to go in at 
650 yards is more than anybody will shoot an animal, you know, more than most people will ever shoot an animal at, obviously. Yep. So to be able to have that in a small little setup is is pretty key. And I, th I thought it was interesting with the, the guys on the Hammer uh, Bullets podcast that we did a couple weeks ago. Um, they didn't know Mark, and they mm -hmm. said, you know what, we say we, you need that 1,800 yeah feet per second just yes. to open the bullet and that's yeah. what mark says it's like yes. hey most bullets yeah. have a minimum velocity mm -hmm. and that's about 1800 feet yeah. per second for for the bullet to have enough mm -hmm. speed to do what it needs to do upon impact yeah and it's gonna it's gonna vary um you know luke i think another thing to to note i think a question we're gonna get that i've been getting just in the pre-launch questions obviously is you're talking a five maybe up to a six pound rifle mm, yeah uh with you know, 200 something grains of bullet. So what does it kick like? And uh, you know, it's now you're talking to Weatherby here. So recoil is, <laughs> uh, is yeah. relative because we shoot a lot of big thumpers. And so I don't know. I just, every time everybody's been asking me, I said, you know, you should probably go ask my wife. Uh, cause she's been killing a lot of stuff with it and it doesn't seem to bother <laughs> There's her. There's no follow-up question after that. No, I'm like, you want to go, Brenda ask, is a tough you go ask my wife, um, yeah. you know, how hard it is to shoot. But, um, I mean, Luke, you've been shooting it. Obviously, we have yeah. in the backcountry thing we have with that recoil pad and the carbon fiber. I think it sets it up pretty nice. I, I think, I'd, you know, last week we had some guests in town, and one guy said, you know, I think it kicked about like my 300 wind mag in, in the gun I had growing up. Yeah, that's um, actually exactly what I was going to say is I would probably equate it to a 300 Weatherby. Um, it's my 12-year-old my son has killed multiple animals now with the 300 Weatherby. I mean, mm -hmm. he's he's sure. He's like a, a 90 yeah. pounds soaking wet, <laughs> uh, if that. So, uh, yeah, it, you, you, there's a there's a sure. slight penalty for yeah. a super lightweight gun with yes. magnum performance, but like yeah. six five RPM is, is sure. nothing. And and it's not the cartridge nor the rifles it's going to be paired with is meant to go down on a Saturday and just unload all day at the range. It's just not meant for that. It wouldn't be too incredibly pleasant now. To note, they I think on all models they do come with our muzzle brake. A lot of people could run a suppressor on them, you know, with the muzzle brake. Like on that twenty-inch carbon fiber barrel, it's got a titanium muzzle brake on the end. I mean, it, it really tames it down. The jump isn't uh, that bad. Mm -hmm. um, does it kick more than a six-five RPM? Well, yeah, yep. it's you're not sure pushing does. out one hundred twenty to one hundred forty grains. You're putting <laughs> out one hundred eighty-five to two hundred twenty-five grains. So it's just a physics lesson that it is gonna kick more. Everybody, though, that shot it over these past couple of years that I've had shoot, every one of them says it's not as bad as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. Yeah. So. Um, I w the year after Connor shot his bear, I took David Draper up here in the Bighorns, um, and he shot a, a good black bear. And I want to say it was 250 yards, mm -hmm. but he saw impact. Hmm. So... You know, it didn't he was able him. to keep his scope alignment yeah. in there. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, it wasn't, you know, at the same spot, but. <laughs> sure. Yeah. So it's, it's not bad. People are going to ask. I think really what it does is it, is it opens up. And, and one of the reasons why now with the 6.5 RPM, as well as then the, the 338 RPM offered in there with the popularity of our backcountry rifles and stuff, it just, it opens up where. Heck, you can be walking around in Alaska and not be scared of anything with it, no matter what's in your, you know, what's in your pocket. And so um, I think it really, um, you know, you have this span between the, the, the 6.5 and the 338 um, and between the two. I mean, it, it pretty much covers everything. What's neat is I shot that 185 TTSX when I was in Africa at some smaller game like an Impala, which is like 
man, practically smaller than our pronghorn here in Wyoming. Right. It, it, it was like, it was a hundred something yards and it was just a perfect hole. Didn't blow away any meat. The thing just dropped over dead. So, hmm. you know, it, it also could be used, not like, you know, it could be used on smaller game as well. Sure. I guess what I'm saying, depending on your distance and your bullet type. Yeah. It's definitely kind of tailor made for, I mean, I think about mm-hmm. Alaska a lot when I mm-hmm. think about this cartridge, moose, caribou, bears, both of them. Yeah, <laughs> right. Black and brown bears. I, mm-hmm. It'd be a great cartridge for. So uh, I, I've i been thrilled of, of throughout our development. I wish it had been faster, but yeah. um, I think it makes sense. And um, as you said, we have ammo here now. We're ready. Mm-hmm. We have our other ammo now as well. So mm-hmm. um, we wanted to make sure we took care of all of our existing customers and yeah. Yeah. We're, you we're know, doing what's well. fun is we do these projects is it's not for everyone. Maybe somebody's like, look, yeah. I don't go in the backcountry, have a need for a big boom, lightweight gun. Um, but those that do, I think you'd be hard pressed to find a better package. Yeah. A system. I've been using it a ton the past couple of years and it's going to be hard to talk me into something else. Cause I love carrying around that gun and I love having, um, that kind of energy coming out of the muzzle. And so it's super fun. Um, it's not going to be for everyone for every, you know, mission, but this isn't a do all gun. No, Mm -mm. no, but it's when you want a big bullet and a lot of energy and you don't want it in a 10 pound gun. I mean, this is your, your situation to get it in. So for those that get this, I think we'll be really excited. And, And I think to understand the RPM series, you know, I really encourage, you know, listeners to really understand our, our Mark V, um, obviously our premium flagship action since 1958. And we, with that six lug to really understand, um, you know, the length of that action and really what we're able to do with it with the RPM. It's a, it's a fun, uh, fun, I guess I'd say little cartridge for us, but in the world of cartridges, it's actually not still very small. A, still a big cartridge. Absolutely. It is. It is. So yeah, we're excited for the launch of it it's neat to uh be able to put something else out there in that rpm family um excited we have ammo at the launch uh, we're building guns i think as we speak yeah um, so the 338 rpm on a on a you know a business to business standpoint we've already begun selling these to mm-hmm. distributors and dealers so mm-hmm. um at launch there will be a limited supply of rifles but some rifles are out right. in the field and um uh there's there's It'll be added on our custom configurator mm, as well. Cool. So you could add that. I, I paused there because I realized that um, there's one other thing I think I'd like to tip off on on yeah. this deal. Um, and maybe it's a reward for people that make it to the towards the end of this podcast. What's and that? It's not only going to be available in, in a right-handed configuration. Uh, oh, because 9 out of 10 people that will comment on this will say, <laughs> is it available in lefty? And guess what? Yep, it is. Wait, Luke, we've <laughs> never had a left-handed six-lug action, though. I don't understand. Until now. Are we going to do a whole nother podcast just to talk about that? I think or? we just let the cat out of the bag right there, but um, because I can't talk about a left-handed gun. It, it feels so awkward. Luke and I are both right-handed, Yeah, but for all of you lefties out there, we've only had left-handed in the nine-lug uh, larger Magnum action, and uh, at the launch of this 338 RPM, and with... Uh, National or International Lefty Day here, August, August 13th, 2022. Yep. We are launching the Six Lug Action in a variety of models. Not all models, though. Backcountry family to start. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. In the, okay, is that, that's what we're starting with. Yep. Will be the uh, left-handed Six Lug, meaning that you lefties that just made it through this podcast, you're in luck. 
Yeah, essentially, if it's chambered in right-handed version in the backcountry family, it'll mm-hmm. be available on the left as well in the cool. six-lug action. Cool. So, so it means 6.5 RPM, whatever, all those things will yeah, be Yeah, Creedmoor RPM, so. 280 Acqui, mm-hmm. 30-06. Cool. Yeah. Cool. So. That's awesome. Yeah. I don't know what to talk about because it's like it's just a bolt on the other side, so I don't know, but people get <laughs> really excited about it. Well, I think it, <laughs> it, it, and, and that's even, you know, talk about kind of a purpose-built gun. There's there's not another lightweight rifle available in Lefty. Yeah. And I think that's why so many yeah. people are like, are why can't I get it? this? I know. I so know. now you can. Yeah. Now you can. That's going to be cool. When are we going to start shipping those, Luke? Those will be shipping mid-August. Mm-hmm. Um, we're going to do okay. the official press release and launch of the 338 RPM on August 1st, which is probably about when this podcast will go <laughs> right. up in a you know plus or minus a day. And then... Um, the lefty will be announced then, but shipping basically mid-August. We got to wait for National Left-Hander Day to start shipping them, I mean. Yeah, we just need to, to yeah, there's a couple, there's like a component that we're waiting on, <laughs> truth be told. <laughs> truth be told, we have to make them, and we're waiting on the final part. There's only a yeah. few parts that are different, yeah. but they are substantial because uh-huh. of the way that the Mark V action is built. The safety is built into the bolt, so it's a different. Mm-hmm several components yep. are impacted so yep we yep. could tell them all our woes how hard it is to build guns but not complaining just stating facts <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's cool well, that's exciting uh well i'm looking forward to another season with the 338 rpm mm-hmm. and then um you know who knows what's next we might i don't know we, we may or may not will this be the no. final cartridge ever from weatherby that's the question i think not yeah it's too much fun it is too much fun. Yeah, it is. Will it yeah. be the final cartridge in the RPM family? I don't know. I don't know. Don't know. Everybody's got their ideas, though. What should be next, right? They do. Yeah. yeah. Even here, we kind of have yeah. a little ongoing there's, thing about yeah, what would I be mean, fun. So. There's some yeah. healthy debates on mm-hmm. what should probably be next. Absolutely. Yeah. I think we're going to have fun with it no matter what. Yep. So thanks for listening. If you want to find out more information on the 338 RPM, we have a specific landing page on weatherby.com. You can go there now and check that out. Um, and then go to uh, your gun local gun shop. Ask them about it. And uh, if they don't have any on order yet, tell them they're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening.